Welcome to Escape Routes with Condé Nast Traveller. Travel is all about storytelling, a story of a place, of its people, of a journey. And at Condé Nast Traveller, we've always celebrated the most transportative, evocative travel writing. With much of the world currently grounded, we've come together to take you to some of our favorite places, if only in your imagination, by listening to our most loved travel stories read aloud by the writers who penned them. We hope these short escape routes allow you to daydream of far-flung adventures, discover the world's curious corners, or recast familiar destinations in a fresh light, and that you love these travel stories as much as I do. Hello, my name is Izzy Von Simpson, and I am the editor of Condé Nast Traveller UK. I will be reading my piece on Comporta, Portugal, which featured in Condé Nast Traveller's July 2013 issue. I hope you enjoy it. Some people will want to say Comporta in the same breath as Ibiza, but really they're missing the point. Comporta is not Ibiza, it is not Saint-Tropez 30 years ago. It is not Montauk or Tarifa, or Lydia or Trancoso. On the global list of languid beach hotspots, the closest, most relevant, where shall we compare it to, is Jose Ignacio in Uruguay. For that bleached wood, barefoot, blustery kind of vibe. But actually, it's not that similar. Comporta strikes out on its own path. It is quite unlike anywhere you may have been before. The name Comporta, roughly translated, means a gate that holds back water, a lock. Which makes sense when you see how many canals there are here. This is rice paddy land. Great, stripy fields of rice, the biggest in Portugal. They stretch all the way down the coast, sheltered from the stiff Atlantic breezes by sand dunes. They are kept green and bounteous by a crisscross of irrigation canals. In the heat of the summer, when the rest of the country, bar the Algarve golf courses, is dusty and dry, this area still thrums with life. Rice farmers have been here since the beginning of time, as have the fishermen and the salt makers. They've shaped the look of the landscape, dotted with cork oaks, covered with glowing red poppies and yellow carpets of wildflowers, and they conserve the unique architecture. Small, low-built, thatched cabanas, hooped with tightly packed grasses from the riverbanks and beams of wood from the pine forests. Sandy fields bulge with organic courgettes and broccoli, and pumpkins as sweet as pudding. In high summer, makeshift stalls pepper the side of the road, piled with watermelons, artichokes, tomatoes that taste of sunshine. Knobbly lemons the size of grapefruit hang heavy from the trees. The ground pours forth flowers and vegetables and fruit. It's hard to think of anywhere else so fertile, so abundant. This is a rustic, fuss-free way of life, and it seems unperturbed by its fair-weather visitors. Comporta is a village on the west coast, about an hour's drive from Lisbon. But when people talk about Comporta, what they really mean is the region around it. 
The Hedad de Comporta is a swoop of coast between the Sado estuary and the sea. 12,500 hectares comprising seven small hamlets. Pago, Carvajal, Brejos, Torre, Pasanco, Carasquera, and Comporta. The area is well looked after, not only because much of it is a highly protected nature reserve. Do look out for the huge nesting storks and flamingos in the river. But also, it is owned and managed by the Espirito Santo, the country's leading banking group. These two factors have kept this slice of the Alentejo astonishingly preserved and pristine. From Easter onwards, people descend from the rest of Europe in quiet droves. The smartest families have rooted themselves in Brejos, where the Espirito Santo clan has clusters of houses. Interior designer Vera Ayasha is part of that dynasty, and her collection of cabanas, with their polished concrete floors, wood beams and cushioned daybeds, has set the tone. There are no gates, no tarmac, no high walls. Instead, sandy tracks lead from one unassuming cottage to the next. Their neighbours are savvy, connected Lisbons, Parisians, Brazilians. The French designer Jacques Grange, German artist Anselm Kaefer, and model Farida Kelfer, Schiaparelli's new muse, they all have houses here. Kiefer has two. The Casaraghis drop by in July and August to stay with Charlotte's godmother, Albina de Bouveret, and Sarkozy and Carla have been spotted further down the coast near Muda. Everyone poodles around in beat-up golf buggies, or mini-mokes, or on sit-up-and-beg bicycles. The best way to really get under the skin here is to rent a villa. The Herdad de Comporta has rigorous planning restrictions on what can and can't be built within its jurisdiction, which means that the highly designed modern houses so prevalent elsewhere in Europe are still few and far between. Traditional but vamped-up candy-striped village huts are the order of the day. Founder of interior store Homes in Heaven, Miguel Pérez de Lima has a spectacular party house, Pasanco, made up of thatched cabanas centred around a sunny deck. Comporta Concierge looks after two whitewashed charmers near Carasquera, the one-bed Casa do Gassado, and the much larger Casa da Silvandera. And near the river, there's the often photographed Casas na Area, owned by tap pilot Joao Rodriguez. He enlisted architect Manuel Ares Matias, shortlisted for the Mais van der Rohe Award, to breathe life into four traditional masonry buildings. The result is a thing of beauty, a clever mix of the old and the new, with muslin drapes, a deep Gervasoni sofa, angle poise lights craning over the beds, and tree stumps as side tables. Huge glass doors open onto a little slice of nature reserve. A swimming pool, slim, sleek, narrow, with pale, pale water, is framed by thick, mattress, charcoal-coloured sunbeds. The sitting room has a floor of sand. In the summer, the mini indoor dunes are perfectly cool underfoot. 
Days here are unhurried. It is an easy, breezy existence. The focus is the beach. And what a beach. 12 kilometers of uninterrupted sand the color of a pastel de nata. Deep, mellow yellow, fine and powdery as icing sugar. There is a handful of restaurants along this glorious stretch, wooden creations on stilts, clinging to the top of the dunes. At Praia de Comporta, Comporta Café and restaurant Ila do Arroz stand guard. Lunch at Ila do Arroz, under a cherry-red parasol, is a long laid-back affair, starting at two or three o'clock, kicking off with an iced jug of white sangria, fizzing and bright with espumante and sweet strawberries. Local cheeses are followed by calamari, tomato and sweet onion salad, clams in a garlicky parsley and white wine sauce, steaming pots of coriander-scented rice. Predictably, there is a lot of rice on the menu. And it's to mop up cataplana stews. Praia de Pego has the funkiest lunch stop. Sal, with a cool bar and an even cooler boutique. At Carvajal Beach, there's the unassuming Odinus Bar de Pescadores. Owned by a fisherman, it's the best spot for catch of the day, grilled with a squeeze of lemon. The fish here, especially the sea bass, not just in these restaurants, but here in Portugal, is outrageously good. Something to do with the chilly depths of the Atlantic from which it's caught. The water can be a little choppy, but you can see why surfers, windsurfers and kite surfers flock here at the beginning and the end of each season. In the afternoons, kids gather at Gervasio in Brejos, a cafe with a football table that is the social hub for anyone under 16. Grown-ups crash out for a siesta, or dip into the boutiques on Comporta's Lago de Sajoao, such as Loja de Museo do Arroz, Lavanda and Cote Sud for Lenny bikinis, beach tunics and eye-cat cushions. But when dusk is imminent, everyone dashes home. This is the witching hour, when the mosquitoes come out. For 30 minutes either side of sunset, they rise from the paddy fields in a humming cloud. But if this sounds like a deal-breaker... It isn't. All the houses have insect screens and are stocked with huge vats of citronella. Later at night, there is a better kind of buzz and phenomenal seafood at Dona Bia or in Comporta Village at Museo do Arroz, sister restaurant to the one on the beach, owned by Isabel and Tose Carvalho. These two are Comporta old hands. Some even say that Isabelinha, as she's known, kicked off the scene here 25 years ago, bringing down movers and shakers from Lisbon for the weekend. The restaurant stays open late, as late as she deems fit. When Mario Testino and Patrick Cox were here, it stayed open all night. Standing tall against the low-impact architecture, the Museo do Arroz, a 1950s rice mill, is hard to miss. British artist Jason Martin rents the atelier next door a double-height workshop filled with his inimitable pieces. In the middle is a cubic sculpture of cork bark, compressed in layers, painted the rich, deep, cobalt comporta blue, the same colour you will see over and over again, on shutters and doors and window frames. Martin, who moved here a few years ago, has big plans for his Arcadia project in Melides, 
where Christian Louboutin is his neighbour. He has a vineyard and olive groves, an art studio and a sculptural garden. It's a grand design that will be, in his words, Barbara Hepworth-esque in its setup. Martin is here because he thinks this is the last Wild West of Europe. He may very well be right, but perhaps not for long. has been brought to you by the Turquoise Holiday Company. Leading tour operator and winner of our Reader's Choice Award 2020, Turquoise is passionate about creating the most imaginative itineraries around. Its travel specialists know destinations inside out. So whether it's a sensational honeymoon or a please-everyone multi-generational family get-together, Turquoise will craft your own unforgettable travel story. For more details, visit www.turquoiseholidays.co.uk or call them on 01494-678-400. We hope you enjoyed our Escape Routes podcast. Please remember to like and subscribe to help boost us in the charts and ensure you are the first to hear about new episodes.